0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bottom of the barrel.
1: The barrel is only small. But this is one this is one can of worms that's not going back into the can.
2: No, now it's but now that I know that they have biological entities, they admitted to it and that they spoke to if i know that the aliens are cool yeah i won't be a shock seeing one and if i know that the bacteria we don't know won't that, kill no. me we don't know that that's what i'm scared of. i'm scared yeah. of them giving me a disease
1: well yeah i mean if you look at what happened in virginia the do you watch that documentary I'm, I'm treating i'm anyways are we Mo- starting moment of contact yeah, we're good. by james fox fucking amazing documentary moment by the way of contact. yeah it's about a crash in 96 that happened all the witnesses are still alive uh, there's over 100 witnesses
2: have I seen this? Because I remember I was watching one in There's South aliens Africa. Aliens running around
1: town and one guy captured one. Wait, that's Brazil? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. We have to talk about that. I'm very yeah. interested, but I'm very scared. I don't know if it's signs or what, but I'm very scared of catching uh intergalactic disease. So that's that's the, what the guy died of. Do you see? It was, we have uh, to treat bacteria. them the way the NBA treated Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be very weary. We gotta be careful.
1: Yeah. And give him medication to stay alive. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just cause I don't know. I don't like we have diseases here that'll kill us. Yeah. So imagine um, an alien one. Imagine imagine we give the alien AIDS. Oh, we we might
1: give them human AIDS. Welcome to Bottom of the Barrel. We're already getting into it. My guest here today is the one and only, the clever, the very hilarious Pantelis, ladies and gentlemen. All lies. Uh, Pantelis, you just, uh, uh, let's do the quick spiel here, guys. We got a Patreon. We're going to... Talk of the Patreon, all that stuff as well. There's links below. Yada yada yada. Artie's here with us too. What's up? There you go. Uh, and today we're going to talk about lots of stuff. But one thing I want to get off uh, my mind is you just got done. What is what is the Super Bowl of comedy? Uh, just for laughs festival in Montreal. How was that?
2: I had the best festival I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, I've been part of it since 2018. But this year, I got, to, I got to do everything, and it wasn't planned. I got to do everything I wanted. Mm, like the Nasty Show. I did the Nasty Show. It was the last night. I showed up as a special guest. Les Rebels. Les Re- uh, the Rebels are still touring. Uh, I was one of the surprises on a midnight surprise show on a Saturday That's with nice. the Lucas Brothers. and so- It was like a good lineup. Um, I, it was just so much fun. I did outdoor shows. In, it was just crazy. There so many people. Who did you meet? Anybody cool? I know Adriana uh, Yapalucci. I met her. She. She. Uh, it was uh, the only. She's funny. She's very funny. The only thing that sucked that I felt bad for was she got sick. Ah. She got sick. So uh, like uh, she, she was perform? very tired. Oh, yeah, but I she's see. she's hilarious. She's so funny. Steph Toliv is a is a Steph monster. Yeah, monster. And and uh, everyone that I had with like all my friends, the, the comics, the young ones in the scene, they were so excited just for her specifically because she's Canadian, because she's kicking ass, and she, it, everyone feels like she's one of us. Like she. Her jokes are, like, she's a real comic. Yeah. You know, she's not... Uh, she's not catering to not, a special No, one. Yeah. And she's just hilarious. So I, I think that was kind of the fun. But um, Donald Rollins uh, was cool. Oh, yeah, Donald uh, Rawlings. Yeah. yeah. He, he I've was,
1: seen him before at the yeah. store, I think.
2: Yeah, he, he, cool dude. Yeah. Uh, everyone was fun. Everyone was positive. The new crew at Just for Laughs that took over, like the new production yep. team. Um, Were they good? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, this guy, because uh, it's Ariane. There's, like there's a whole like a team of people right on you, and they're really eager Neil, to make shit happen yep uh, and so much fun they they put together good parties, yeah the new faces were good. It was you a good do uh, English and French shows yeah, but I did, did the nasty show was English The nasty show was English. <laughs> I did one French show it was Pantal and friends It was me preaching and Emil Cury Amazing. outdoor packed bro people it, it, was, uh, it was like 10 20 thousand people uh, Oh no, and this one it was less than that because it was the smaller one, yeah, but it was still it was full it was the the, wow. the, the second outdoor stage it was full, and uh, it started raining. And when Preach went on, I felt bad. I go, fuck, are people going to leave? And it was the opposite. They're like, we don't give a shit. They were staying ah, in the rain. Preach was good. having fun. It was crazy. It was like a, like a nice little uh, concert vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. So Locked I had fun. I can't life. complain. Mike was destroying at the, he yeah. was hosting the nasty show. He's throwing around his new uh, English hour as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's killing, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's killing. That's and so he, He's tweaking it. Yeah, the second it's ready, he's going to film it. Let's film it. Get that out as well. Hell yeah, dude. He's already working on the next hour. He th- he said he would take a break, dude. He did. <laughs> he's going back on tour starting October. Oh, fuck. With off. the new hour,
1: he <laughs> already. Booked- you were there when he was like, "Oh, I'm taking a year off or six months off." Dude, he's doing a
2: residency. <laughs> he's gonna run the hour at Club Soda. Wow. For a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's Good already. For him. Yeah, It yeah, so makes me happy. Yeah, he's, he's so happy. I'm happy too. Like everyone's. We're, this is when the whole gang. We're all having fun doing well. Yeah. You left to do your, your alien discoveries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Preach is kicking ass. Him and Abba are going around the States now mm-hmm. uh, to tour a bit for their fans of Abba and Preach. Uh, I'm fucking doing all of my stuff. Mike is starting the new hour. Uh, everyone's just having a good time. The yeah. whole like, gang is Poseidon. doing things. Poseidon's alive. <laughs> he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> no, Poseidon's good. He's good in his... Uh, he's doing his own stuff. with like He's learning a lot about podcasting. He's making some money. Last he talked to me, he was going into acting. He's Oh, uh, that's he's what I He's still doing it? He's got into acting. He got some like background roles. He's having fun with it. Sick. He's taking acting classes, so he's getting better at I it. I love it. Uh, I just introduced him to like a really cool, like a big director in, in the scene. Nice. So, and, that was a mistake. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> no, he's having so much fun. So everyone is doing things right now. I'm happy. So we're all, but I'm very interested in the alien stuff. Yeah. Like you screwed me up a few months ago because you got me back into this. Yeah. And now I've gone down the rabbit hole and I can't escape. Now it's done. I have. Well, to now, know.
1: I mean, since this is actually the first podcast where we're talking about after the UAP hearing, because uh, both podcasts we shot with Wes were a couple days before the UAP hearing. So
2: this is the first time. Did you watch the hearing? Not completely. Whatever you I could catch, because it was during all this mess. I was yeah. so busy, but I was so intrigued. Mm-hmm. And the, key, the keynotes that I took away from it, yeah. that, that's, what I'm ta- that's what's kind of weary, is that everyone's telling me, oh, it's fake. And I'm trying to tell them, no, this is a real news broadcast. Yeah. This isn't made up. Yeah, it's not a podcast. Yeah, they think it's fake. Yeah. And when I tell them that there's uh, they found biological entities, beings, yeah. and ships. Non-human like, biological entities. Look at the I words know. they're using. Non-human. It's not real. They may have found a bug. And, and it just makes me irritated. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine.
1: I, I don't think I'll be able... I, I don't think the point is to convince anyone because we're not given all the information either. But... Uh, we we can look at the facts, and the facts are that there is two uh, two fighter pilots. One was a commander, Commander Fravor, Fravor, yeah, and Lieutenant Graves. Uh, these okay. guys, yep. Sorry. All right, uh, back on topic. We had a technical issue. The government's trying to shut us down. Yeah, apparently. what is this, huh? Um, so yeah, for the first time in history, we have uh, these two fighter pilots. First of all, very decorated, highly decorated, especially Commander Fravor. And if you looked at his testimony, there was you could tell he was reluctant to Be brought in, he was the one they brought in 2017 for the article at the New York Post about the tic tac.
2: Yes, yes, okay. Um,
1: and he says what it is he saw. He doesn't speculate, he doesn't for once say they're aliens, he doesn't say he saw pilots. He says exactly what he saw. He's like, They're you know, tic tac shaped, they're bouncing back and forth, and they were speeding off at incredible, you know, dropping from 80,000 feet. That's space, by the way, if you're not aware. <laughs> Uh, he dropped in from 80,000 to 20,000 feet uh, in seconds. Um, you know, that's absolutely insane. And then traveled to his uh, go point. So you have, as a, a training pilot, when you're out there, this is a really interesting thing that happened. Because first of all, these things were scrambling the signals also, which is why they had to capture it manually, which is why they're so happy when they captured it
0: manually.
2: I don't understand why the government's upset about well, him saying this stuff. Um well, we might get into that. We we, we can speculate about he, that. I have my own theories. It seems like they're like, don't say aliens. You better say a bunch of black guys were driving that thing, and then we'll be happy. Well, but you don't blame the aliens. It's no, so crazy.
1: Here's the issue because uh, that was mostly that was mostly David Grush, who is a former uh, high ranking intelligence official. We're talking at his TS clearance was higher than uh, you know the Congress. He, he has access to top secret programs, and. What he, the reason he didn't want to say alien, um, he said non human biological entity, as far as he knows. It's the same reason they say UAP and not UFO. Because we, we don't know exactly if these objects, if all of these objects are physical, uh, they're, and which brings into question transdimensionality and that type of thing. Because they're getting, they're seeing things, pilots are seeing things that they're saying some of these things aren't physical. They don't look physical, so they can't be a flying object. They might just be some t- type of dimensional distortion uh, or something, right? But so here's the thing:
2: you're saying this. Uh, if I could just bring up your uncle, uh, my friend Alex Jones, uh, for a second, he's been saying this. My daddy? Yeah, he's been saying this for years. He's like, all the documents that we have is yeah. they're saying that these aliens, whatever they're finding, are not from like Mars. They're interdimensional beings. He's been saying this for years, and mm. and I was like, ah, oh, these guys. Losing it, and then now, once more, when more stuffs coming out, they're like, "Yeah, there's kind of something weird into transdimensional." Yeah. I'm like, "God damn it, Jones knew this whole time." I think it's more than one thing, because I think we are seeing things in the sky, physical
1: objects. Uh, there have been reports by pilots that are physical objects. Then there's other reports, so I, I think for uh, it's it's really hard for somebody getting into this space and trying to learn all about it, because they're coming in with a mindset of aliens or not, yeah. right? And as far as we know, there might be 200 different species
2: looking at us right now. What about what we think are ghosts? Mm -hmm. Are these extra-dimensional beings? Trans-dimensional beings. beings. And we've just, like, let's say you you see a a figure or something, you're trying to rationalize it, and you're like, that's got to be my dead uncle. Glitch in time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Could be. I mean, you know, those are are all speculations. There's also an interesting book called Journey of Souls by uh, Dr. Michael Newton, who does uh, Between Life Regression. So it's hypnosis of people between their lives and where they go in the spirit world or whatever. And he's done over a 1,000 sessions, uh, and he recorded them. And they're really interesting because people describe a life in the spirit world uh, that they live and that sometimes they come down for leisure and hang around, but they don't want to frighten people, so they only bring, like, 5% energy because if they would do more, then people would see them and that type of thing. So it gets into ghosts a little bit and stuff like that. And, again, this is like great fiction if you take it as a piece of
2: fiction but also if you take it as reality it's absolutely fucking world changing mental Um, remember how we were talking about the guy that was remote viewing all the way to mars and all that yeah can you only remote view because he was taking a look at mars 11 million years ago or something a million years a million years ago can you only do that with the past you can't do it with the future so uh this is where it does get complicated because we gotta we gotta get one of these guys to help us win the
1: lottery it's, uh, so that's that's the one thing. Um, Artie just brought up UFO versus UAP. So UAP is uh, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenon. So it's something, phenomenon that we can't explain, and UFO is more of a physical object. Yeah,
2: if you guys uh, remember correctly, Cardi B sang about that. The WAP. The WAP. The, wap. <laughs> the UAP.
1: <laughs> um, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> the future. Yeah. So remote viewing into the future. Here's the thing about that. Um, there's been a lot of Dr. Edwin May, who's like the chief scientist uh, researching this stuff in parapsychology and as well as uh, Hal Putoff. they've written so many papers about this. And it also falls into that Journey of Souls book. They talk about that too a little bit. But what my takeaway is, is that in the immediate future, there have been uh, really, really great sessions. So for instance, Joe McMonigle, he would piss off the researchers a lot because they would say Tuesday we're going to do a remote viewing, and he would hand them a paper and say, "I've already done it." Stop. They haven't even selected the target yet, and he gave him an envelope.
2: And they would only and be so allowed Tuesday. The
1: they select the target, and then they look at his thing, and it's a match. What? So, they're And he would piss them off a lot. And that's why when they tried to study his brain during remote viewing, all they were getting was memory. Because he would just have to recall what he remote viewed a week before.
2: Why is he not playing the lottery?
1: So the uh, the lottery is first of all, there are things more important than the lottery, like uh, nat- don't lie national security. And what do you mean?
2: How is that against national security? Yeah, no, but I mean, I mean, finding our boy uh, Captain Monacle with a milli thats yeah, amazing.
1: Putting their putting their uh, their skills to, to better use. Uh, however, uh, Edwin May, I asked him this question. And he said, according to his research, after 40-plus years of researching remote viewing in every scenario possible, he said to accurately get six numbers in the lottery would take about 50 hours of straight remote viewing without breaks. And that is too much for anyone to handle. So it is possible. And they have done tests. Uh, There was a team uh, when they were studying this back in the 70s. There's an article, I think, in the Washington Post or in the New York Times about remote viewers playing the stock market and they were betting on silver at the time. Uh, they won like $9,000. Every uh, nine out of, I think, 11 out of 11 or nine out of nine stocks that they put money on won. Doesn't impress me. I know a guy who does that. Yeah, That doesn't impress me. The lotto would have impressed me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of the thing. And the other thing is, uh, which is really interesting, the further you look into the future, the hazier it becomes?
2: The more variables you have. So this is beautiful. This means that- Free will. Yeah, we're still like, even though we talk about destiny, we could still kind of shift things. Yeah. Do you believe in destiny? Uh, No, I, I believe uh, I believe in free will.
1: But what's, what's interesting is that through remote viewing, when you're getting glimpses of the future, yeah, of things that haven't happened yet, the further they are away, the harder the tar- target is to comprehend, and the more inaccurate it is.
2: So you don't think us meeting was destiny? That we started building this Avengers team. I don't know. Of that. Comedy and podcasters and investigators. It you don't depends, think that's amazing?
1: It depends what destiny, uh what your definition of destiny is. Uh were we possibly in a spirit world together, uh, on another plane and said, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna meet up here and this and that, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have the answer to that question. But I, I do feel that there is uh free will involved. For sure. And that you can change whatever route that is predestined uh and and by doing by doing so i mean there's obviously you know it's going to change everyone else's route and like this type of thing butterfly uh, effect
2: yeah you're a big kutcher ashton kutcher fan big ashton kutcher fan i like what you're saying i'm in i'm all in Uh, but the thing is uh space
1: and time like uh, looking back in time there seems to be absolutely no effect on remote viewing zero zero meaning we're talking a billion years ago on a billion light years away we have the same ability to remote view that than
2: we have to remote view something here now that that has been studied so it's like once it's done it's written into the history book of the universe yep it's it's constant it exists as information meaning that time travel backwards might be impossible uh
1: because you can't change it because if you could change it I'm not a physicist, and, and I mean, you go into a theoretical, you know, physics would say that perhaps you're starting another... Um, timeline? Starting another timeline, and there's the other there's the other theory that no matter what you do, it won't it won't change the outcome. Yeah. Uh, everything will change to fit the outcome. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's a, I think a Spanish guy came up with that like four or five years ago, because there was the grandfather paradox. You go back and... All right, let's say I go back and uh, and uh, kill your grandfather or kill Hitler. Yeah, right when he's a, when he's a baby. Well, uh, his theory was that I would become Hitler in that timeline, and it would trigger the same chain of events. That um, guy was
2: very ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Why did you kill baby Hitler? <laughs> I want to be." Yeah, Hitler. there can only be one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What?
1: <laughs> They're so funny, dude. Why would you kill him? Just leave him to his this, thing. No, no, I want to do this. This <laughs> idea of." <laughs> Um, I have a
2: Jewish neighbor I don't like so much. I'm going back in time. I got this. It's so
1: crazy. Could you imagine the sketch of like... Hitler's parents constantly fending off time travelers yeah,
2: <laughs> trying, why to is kill, trying
1: to kill trying kid? to kill his baby like why are you trying to kill and he's just constantly like destroying like these time traveling spies trying to kill his baby what an amazing premise
2: yeah and the dad's just a super cool dude <laughs> yeah. he's like I just want
1: my it's kid like, to grow fucking, up to be an artist yeah dude it's it's a sad movie like they're all trying to kill his baby and you're like rooting for him you're like no save the baby <laughs>
2: I, I had a I was working on a script uh, we're supposed to make it at some point but mm. it's my buddy Robert Sheehan from uh, I don't know if you read it. I haven't read it. Oh, bro, I've uh, got to. I need to read it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If I don't have a digital one, I'm gonna give you the physical one. You're gonna. It's about time travel, mm-hmm. and then the whole premise is that technically these idiots that go back in time, you figure out that all these main events, they weren't. It was their fault that they happened. One of them is Hitler. Oh, hilarious. OJ Simpson w- was another one where it's right. just he's at a bar and, he, and he's talking to a guy the next to him. It turns out to be OJ Simpson, and he's just sighs like, "Yeah, man, my wife's cheating on me with this waiter." And he's like, and, "Fucking uh, stab her." And, and he's like, "What? You're taking that?" And he's like, yeah, man, yeah, I gave her everything, and I'm, like I'm like, yeah, and he's like, dude, man, if I had Miss. Dolls and some bitch did that to me, I'd probably cut her head off. Like, I'd go crazy, and he just, <laughs> just telling him all that. And then they see on the news, he's like, did you have anything to do with this? And the oh, other guy's shit. like, no, that's so I've never met that guy before in my life. And, you know, stuff like that. So it's all them doing that's it. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: Just, yeah, just a guy being like, I'll have the bat soup, please. Yeah, yeah, just little things like that. <laughs> I think it would be a funny, uh, I think you guys should really put the bat in a soup. Yeah. I think that would be delicious if you guys did that. They're like, oh, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> of course, we're
2: gonna test this stuff out.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's So funny.
2: Now, are we? Are we done with the virus? We're done. Yeah. All Fuck right. that shit. Dude. I heard that there's a new one. Yeah, there's always a new one. There's the like the the monkeypox thing. You saw people in Australia now are getting it. I you mean, it wasn't that an old well? thing.
1: Wasn't it only like uh like
2: if you were it was, uh, if you're gay? Yeah. It's still. <laughs> still- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to specifically say, but yeah, that's what no, they were saying. It's still what what there's. It's still what they're saying, uh, but it's funny that you didn't want to say it because in the article, the way they wrote it was so vague because they did not want to mention it. Yeah. And then people comment, they go, but then they're
1: like, "Who are all the people who got it?" And they're like, "They're all gay." Yeah. They're and like, then oh. people are like, "Just
2: say what it is." Like the gay yeah. community doesn't mind as long as you don't say they're responsible for it. Just exactly. <laughs> Just let them know to be careful, which yeah. is what you should be doing. Uh, yeah. I they're remember, vulnerable to it. They're super vulnerable. I don't know why though. That doesn't make sense to me either. Well, I mean, it probably has something to do with butt sex. I, I get it, but guys and girls can do it. That's why I'm saying there's something they're weird about a lot of butt sex down there. I guess. We're not doing as much butt sex, I guess. The mm, not as, much as we thought. Yeah, we thought we were we were kings thought, of butt yeah, sex. Yeah, we thought everybody was into butt sex. No,
1: apparently, I think people just like watching butt sex. I don't think they do it.
2: Did you see the woman? The, the there was a few months ago uh, when it first started when they were first talking about monkeypox. Oh, actually, <laughs> when
1: they first started talking about butt sex. <laughs> no, like, no, no, how long bug? ago was that? And there
2: was a woman who got it on her face, and she's uh-huh. like, and she's like, "This is crazy. I want people to know it's not just a gay disease because my husband gave this to me and stuff." Oh no! And then, yeah, and then I was just <laughs> like. You gotta ask some questions. Later. Yeah, yeah, you answers. Answers. Like, yeah, yeah. You gotta start answering. Yeah, you gotta ask because everyone that was part of this was like, "Bitch, you gotta start asking fucking questions." <laughs> That's so so funny. It, it, there's, uh, you just gotta be careful out there. Yeah. yeah, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool.
1: That's
2: right. Yeah, with all this stuff. Same thing with the uh, the virus when it came out. You just have to be careful in the beginning. Yeah, and don't be old. When I saw that meme was like,
1: <laughs> or it was like uh, Republicans. <laughs> Republicans, when it was going around, stayed inside. And Democrats wanted everyone else to stay inside. I was like, yeah, that's not
2: totally inaccurate. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. yeah. it's uh, yeah. It was very accurate. I thought, man, we lived through a crazy time. Yeah, we did. And now our homie Bob Lazar is out here.
1: Bob and Bob we trust. I saw a video. we have his name here.
2: I saw a video of Bob Lazar hanging out with George St. Pierre. Yeah. George St. Pierre, who I'm working on getting on the French cast soon. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully he comes on because he's a big fan of UFOs. So I want to talk to him about that stuff. Uh yeah, I'd love to talk to him about well, that's what I was like, gonna tell you I think i'm gonna I'm gonna work this differently. I'm gonna talk if maybe he wants to do like an English one, but I mean, you could do it in French too, but me, you and him yeah. and we just go crazy at it because you got some info he'll like yeah uh, and I relate really, like I've met him a couple times now and I never like overdo it with him because yeah. I know he gets a lot of people like harassing him. But I got to admit, bro, he's a cool fucking dude. Yeah. He's a very down-to-earth French-Canadian.
1: Very down-to-earth. And very French-Canadian. V- very French-Canadian. Yeah. But, like, very
2: down-to-earth. Like, yeah, he doesn't super
1: like, grounded. Super grounded. Doesn't like, like, drugs and, like, yeah. over. he's a fucking Seems like cool the same guy dude. he was before he got famous.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It seems like fame didn't change him. Yeah. yeah. I-, I like people like that. Uh, speaking of UFOs, we
1: got some interesting pictures here that we can run through. These are I curated them from uh, from a Twitter account. I'll give you the name of the Twitter account here. I'll shout it out. Fake or real? Um, so these are paintings. Oh, paintings, uh, and you know that feature UFOs, which of which some of them I saw at the Louvre when I went to Paris. Um, so the first one here, this is the Baptism of Christ. Now, one thing you're going to see recurring with these
2: photos This uh, so the
1: obvi- thing. obviously a disc shaped UFO beaming down things on like baby Jesus, but. Um, what you're going to notice here is all of these UFOs show up at these massive events, concerts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like like all of this, and then all of a sudden, R. Kelly's concert. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the baptism of Christ. Which how young are these aliens? Yeah, <laughs> which uh, which seems like an important uh, time in history, right? And so now we're seeing this. Imagine being a painter there and being like, I'm gonna paint this scene and that's what you're looking at. That's but what who I see. painted this? Uh I don't know who painted this specific. But it wasn't line, painted have... at the time.
2: This is painted if this was painted in seventeen ten. Yeah, seventeen ten. That was you know, yeah. uh I mean a thousand seven hundred years after. Yeah. So it's just their interpretation. Sure, so but what is he interpretate what is he interpreting? Yeah, that is what's the next one? Like what there's the no next? airplanes back then, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all right. This is
1: uh, this is the image painted on the wall, of the 14th century church, uh, through the birthplace of Vlad the Impaler, the historical figure on which Dracula it's legend based on, is yeah. based on. And you, if you if you you can zoom in there. There's clearly what seems to be some type of burning craft. And it's one thing you'll see a lot with these pictures. Oh, it is, uh,
2: There's some smoke coming out is,
1: of it. Uh, Smoke and fire, right?
2: Or well, perhaps uh, that is a chef's hat, the top of a chef's hat. Top of a chef's you hat. See that? It's, it's artistical, you know. But what? The man the to cook. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it is interesting that they have, you know, uh, that they associate these things with fire because if you look at them in the sky and they're glowing, there's no you electricity fire, back yeah. then. Yeah, they're chariots of fire, dragons, or, right? Some mystical. Force, but the shape is really interesting because there's like paneling on this one. True. I thought it was I yeah, thought it was and really that's interesting. how we've
2: seen it interpreted too. A lot, yeah. Of times.
1: There's not, it's not a smooth shape. Ah,
2: this is. Let's go look
1: at another one. This one I saw at the Doof. This is a miracle of snow, right? And it says snow. Oh
2: shit! Yeah, that's a lot. of But it of UFOs. looks like a
1: fleet of UFOs. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> and amazing. if you is that Jesus up there? Well, yeah. But here's the thing: if you look above the cloud, there's an orb, and in the orb are two occupants. This is how I look at it right if you're looking in the sky and you see an orb and you see this fleet of crafts like you'd say oh the
2: orb the one that's in the orb is jesus jesus is jesus in yeah. there leading leading an army i think that's just a bad artist and those are clouds maybe maybe you know what yeah i'm with you on the clouds could be those are clouds those are shitty clouds i hope they're not could be all right let's go to the next one yeah this i've seen this this is the very crucifixion
1: of christ this is 1350 And we have two craft, one on the left entering and one on the right exiting. And both of these craft have cockpits. Yeah. And the one on the left even looks like he is uh, touching some dials or something.
2: Looks like he's sitting just enjoying the view.
1: Yeah, but he's got like his arms out. And look at the one on the right, too. But you know what bugs me about this? How do they know there's people in them looking around? That's what... Well, this one seems to have like a porthole or some type of cockpit that you can actually see. So maybe. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, take, take, go on the right one. Let's, let's zoom in on the right one. Is that guy driving
2: backwards? Yeah, he's looking back. So Plus, look what is he wearing? A thong? Look at that. That's inappropriate attire. So let's look at the right one. All right, and let's take away those he's three. Ass out. Imagine
1: you take away those three spikes. Yeah. Kind of looks like a disc with like a, a dome on top, right? Like a UFO. And so many stories of UFOs, when they take off, and even Bob Lazar said this, they would go like this. Like a rocket, and then so they would there's a disc, and they would turn sideways. The gimbal video, that was released by the uh, by the government, also you see it slowing, you you see it going uh, going like this, slowing down and turning to its side. True. All of these crafts sort of turn to their side before they take off. There's another story of a lady I showed you earlier at lunch. She said the same thing, uh, and she could see the occupants, uh, and they were wearing like a fishbowl on their heads, which is also the same description that Travis Walton gave them in Fire in the Sky. He said they were also uh, in these cockpits with with these, uh, these fishbowls on Is their Is it
2: possible? Not these. These are just, I can't explain this. This was back in the day. And again, oh. very important point in time. But when was this? This was drawn in 1350. Yeah. So you see, they didn't witness it. That's what I'm, why would they put those up there? Do you think in around 1350, there was a lot of like aliens and shit, like sightings, and they're like, yo, that must be angels? let's um, put that in the painting
1: of course i think you would go to, towards angel or chariot of fire or something yeah. like this right and they were they've been described throughout history by the way
2: there are i countless- know alexander's the great there was uh, the discs following them that, that i don't know if you could pull it up if you could look i don't know if it's easy to find but i heard something i haven't looked it up in a long time that there was a wall they couldn't get through and then they said that flying discs helped them blow it up or some shit wow yeah I mean, Chris Columbus also, like, you have a lot of. Because Alexander the Great had flying discs following him in his army, and they interpreted that as he is the real son of Zeus. That's why they're following uh, us.
1: And as an alien looking down on this, you're looking and you're like, this is an important part of history. Yeah. And maybe What's what this Greek guy doing with those horses? Maybe the significance of these, um, these craft are to show how significant something was. Because maybe back then, every time there was a significant event, these things would show up.
2: Here's the thing that that messes with me though, wouldn't they be more prevalent now? Like now we have cameras, and we don't catch these stuff on a good camera. We do. We catch them on like bank security footage. No, we we catch
1: them. Well, first of all, have you tried to film a plane at night? Do I look like I'm a nerd? (laughs) Go film a plane and tell me you don't get a blurry fucking image. Like, there's no yeah. way you can... It's just the way it is. Like, they're so high up, you know. But we do have uh, incredible footage uh, nowadays. that Some still has to be verified. I filmed a fucking tic-tac from a... I from,
2: remember your cell phone video from the yeah, plane. Yeah. And you were losing your goddamn mind. And then I was losing my goddamn I mind. Showed a, I showed it I showed to Jeremy. And he's like, yeah, that's the clearest footage of a tic-tac. Of and some. what did, it, Jeremy told you, dude, you were so close. He said that's the clearest footage of a tic-tac he's seen. Okay. Here's the thing. By the way, impressive. Good job. But is he worried... That they might start taking planes down because I fly a lot. No. Okay. I, don't th- I think if they wanted to, they'd already be doing it. So, what's the point? That's the other thing I don't understand. <sighs> the point of what? The point of them hanging around and, and not like just, just zooming around. It Why aren't they talking to us? Well, ask yourself, they first don't want to meet all... one of our leaders. You tell me they don't want to hang out with like Biden, talk about pencil cases and ice cream
1: <laughs> and puppies. <laughs> um, you, know, you have to, first of all, you have to get out of your mind that these things are coming from elsewhere. Because there's a possibility that they were here long before us. That's first of all. There's is there a possibility that they're just the Chinese? There is. That is a possibility. But if it's the, if if it's Chinese, it's even scarier. Yeah, because they got technology way yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, and, and I firmly believe if it was Chinese, there would be.
2: Kids, if anyone has driving those, I get wait. That's why they're small. Yeah, these <laughs> are switch shop <laughs> workers
1: exactly. that were promoted. Yeah, yeah, they're breeding them small <laughs> to fit in these Tic Tacs. Um, the the, the truth is that anyone who holds this technology needs to fear no man. Period. Right. And so I don't believe any I human has this technology because if you did, you would not fear anyone else and you would rule the world. I mean, you could nuke, you could nuke these people. You would rule the world. Think I could that? go in for an attack and be home in a minute.
2: Right? You would rule That's the true. fucking world. But what about nukes? They would destroy your home country. Who's to say? I don't or know. maybe they could stop the nukes. Maybe I mean,
1: with these things, uh, they're trans, they're trans-medium uh, vehicles, so they fly space, they fly air, and they fly water at the same speed without friction.
2: How's that possible?
1: I mean, exactly, and that's what they've been noticing. They've seen these things go in water and come out of water with no problem, no friction. Uh, and so it's like they're creating this uh, gravitational bubble around them, around the craft, that isn't affected by physical matter. You want to read this bad boy? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they described them as two shields. Though. Two shields, oh, yeah. that was What it, yeah. a
1: good way to describe them. Yeah. I saw the that side. is a shield, dude. That's exactly what it is. Alexander the Great is uh, leading his army on a quest to conquer the known world. He is preparing his army to cross the Indus River to attack the Indian army. Alex and all his troops watch in awe as two great shining silvery shields spitting fire around the rims. So they're glowing seemed to emerge from the heavens. Two shields dive repeatedly at his army until the war elephants and horses, men all panicked and refused across cross the river where the horrendous incident occurred. The two flying shields disappeared into the sky as quickly as they had appeared. Seven years later, while attacking a Venetian city in the eastern Mediterranean, Alexander and both armies on either side of the conflict witnessed two objects materialize in the sky. Suddenly, one of the objects shot a beam of light at the city while crumbling it to dust." The objects disappeared, and Alexander's army them easily out. took the city. So they knew something. They, it knew helped,
2: like, they helped Alexander
1: the Great. They knew that he had to do that. Bro, I'm telling you, Greek's number one. Most historians would consider these two incidences as false and dismiss them completely, but why would ancients go through all the trouble of documenting these events if they never actually happened? The answer is, they would not. Truth is, the events that Alexander the Great and his armies went through were not unique. There are countless accounts from yeah. the ancient world of objects appearing and disappearing in the sky— a lot of these accounts mirror modern day UFO reports. Obviously, extraterrestrial encounters are not a modern phenomenon. They have been around since the earliest time of civilization on Earth. All recorded accounts of extraterrestrial encounters throughout human history can be classified into one of eight categories. This sounds like
2: me going back in time with a vehicle and be like, I got you, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's, but, take, let's take Venice. But a glowing shield with fire going around it, that sounds like a UFO. That sounds like the puzzle, the UFO puzzle I did. Mm. Same thing.
2: So there is something weird about this.
1: Yeah, shit's been happening, dude. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I know because um, in ancient Greece, when they talk about the gods of Olympus, Mm. we personify them a lot in literature because they were trying to explain stuff they couldn't explain. But then there's these weird things that they never taught me in school that I only found out later. Like, apparently once a year, the top of Mount Olympus, the palace that they would live in, would fly off and then come back. And I was like, what the hell? I feel like that's something you should have (laughs) mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a mothership. Yeah, we're going to the mothership. Yeah, you know, and then crazy. you start thinking you're like, people might have been trying to write down and interpret what they were seeing of these people with right. all these this technology that was banging, and they were they, they could control lightning and you know
1: that's a, yeah and chariots burning and like because a chariot was the only vehicle yeah. right so you'd be like it's a chariot flying with fire. You want to know my real theory? Or
2: dragon? You want to know my real theory about these dragons? About about this? Here's my I'm not saying it's real, but. Here's what I'm thinking. I do think that we are the star children. I do think that we're not human beings. I have a strong feeling that we're not from w- the way we are now, we're not originated from this planet. Mm-hmm. So, at the best case scenario, we were genetically uh, engineered, or yeah. uh, with, like, let's say, there was a, a monkey. And then they came and gave the monkey DNA with our DNA. That's mm. why there's that missing link. And a lot of people would say that's not how DNA works, but we also don't know how these crafts fly. So. Yeah, so I'm saying that's a possibility, but I feel it's also weird that we're the only creatures on this planet that are never comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's something strange about we need shelter, clothing, we need to keep destroying everything around us to make yeah, us this comfortable. Isn't our home. It's too hot, it's too cold, it's too mm. this. We're the only every other animal will find a comfort zone. We cannot. mm-hmm. So there's something about that that feels like we're not from here. I I I subscribe to that idea. I've been
1: thinking about that a lot too. It's just the idea that, you know, take it even further. Like, yeah, we're the petri dish. Yeah. Like, um, if you had the ability, again, to, you know, we want to go to other planets. We want to populate them, right? Elon Musk wants to do this. Yeah. Autistic endeavors, baby. That's right. We want to, but we want to make sure the candle of humanity isn't put out before you know, the sun collapses in on us or yeah. whatever it is, right? So we want to spread out throughout the galaxy. Uh, but by doing this with the technology that we have, this propulsion that we have, it takes us forever to get there. And once we do get there, we have to set up these domes, these shelters and live underground. Yeah. We can't breathe the air because it's noxious. It's it's toxic. It's radioactive. Uh, the, you know, it's, it's just uh, the atmosphere, the gravity is different. It's All Coachella. these, Yeah, exactly. All these things are different and we can't live in them. So wouldn't it be just more logical to find a planet that's already inhabited that maybe isn't good for us because of the atmosphere or whatever, but they have these inhabitants, and now we, we want emerged. to preserve our seed. Well, it's much easier to just inject it into them, come back every thousand years and give them metallurgy and give them science and give them agriculture and, and irrigation, and and just come back and give them these things every thousand years. And, you know, if I had the, po- if I had the ability to do that to one planet, I believe that i would have the same ability to do that to a hundred thousand planets just alike if you can bounce around the universe without traveling in a straight line with just bouncing around like these crafts seem to do well what's stopping you from finding every single planet with living organisms that fit you know your dna sequence compatible yeah and then all we're doing is hopping around and and giving them things you and know? go back and check in on them yeah
2: you think they're disappointed like they came they're like yo we a thousand years they got all this technology see what they're up to and then they showed up now and they're like well, what are they doing <laughs> they're paying monthly subscriptions to look at chicks buttholes <laughs> and they're like god yeah. damn
1: it nuclear wars yeah uh i think it's part for the course for them personally if i were to think about it like i would think okay because they just found out the universe is 29 billion years old now right that we're not 13 billion years old anymore Oh, is that so? We're twice as old as what they <laughs> thought. Even, even possibly, even closer to three times. So we're bangable, big bangable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if that is true, you know, you look at Earth. We've been around for five billion years. Okay, so it's not hard for us to imagine a planet out there somewhere that has intelligent life that surpassed all the problems and got to uh,
2: five point one billion. Right, so a million years ahead of us. I'll do you one, one better. What about the Indians? Mm-hmm. You ever. Uh, I'm a bit. Uh, so, Greeks, there's something you should know about Greeks. We love. There's a few cultures. There's a few nations that we, we really like. We like the ancients because we feel like a connection to them. So, Greeks like Egypt, China, India, everything that's old like that. We like it because we feel like they, they get it. Macedonia. Us. Yeah, we, well, that's the <laughs> northmost province of Greece. That's just the province of Greece. So, they. <laughs> So we we love all the ancients, yeah. right? Like we we feel like there's a connection with them. So India, a lot of people don't talk. A lot of people dismiss India. Mm-hmm. They look at India now and they're like, "Oh, it's dirty. It's just that. There's a billion fucking people. Of course, shit's gonna go off the goddamn rails, okay? Yeah. But look at their history. Yeah. Look at what they documented. What they talked about. Religious they talked about well. all this stuff. Religions as well. Yeah, they talked about this stuff, and yep. and we don't take them serious. Why not?
1: There's a you know uh, if you look at all the chakra and and the and you know the Hindu uh, Hindu religion. There's a lot of spirituality there that still rings true for a lot of people in the Western world as well now. And I think people are waking up to that. People are looking more into their studies of the spiritual realm and, you know, a higher consciousness and that type of thing. Because I think that they've been just looking into it longer than we have.
2: I always thought that was hippie bullshit, but now it's making sense. So did I. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the more I look at it, the more I'm like, oh, that's interesting and worthy of my attention, worthy
2: of me looking into it. I think that's you, just all You
1: learn how to remote view. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. And again, you don't want to help me win the lottery, but that's fine. That's, you know, mm-hmm. you don't got to. Yeah, this is uh, crafts from uh, ancient Indian spaceships. Yeah, I remember. I I've think seen, they were trying to yeah. recreate that one on the, the fourth picture on the top. Yeah. I think scientists are recently that it's actually might, it might work. It's a weird thing. To read. And yeah. what about the Nazis? If the Nazis did something right, yeah, the Nazis are right, they flying were obsessed around with UFOs aliens and shit. Yeah, they were super obsessed. Of course, you know, there's
1: some conspiracy theorists out there that believe that the Nazis have like bases on the moon and shit, and they just took off after the war.
2: Base on the moon? No, they weren't that technologically advanced. But bases in Antarctica or somewhere? I I, I know they went to Argentina. There's a lot of them in Argentina.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. Antarctica as well. They did they did
2: have a massive expedition. To Can we talk about that? Do you know anything about that? Any insider info?
1: uh no nothing to report only only that there is it is a place of mystery and you know there's uh there's the one guy who was uh apparently brought on as a witness by Stephen greer uh recently at a ufo thing a disclosure thing and he said do we trust greer i don't know if i can trust greer to be honest he does Uh, like to walk barefoot everywhere he talks so much yeah he says nine outlandish things in one sentence and you're just like i can't keep up but He did bring witnesses, and this one guy did say he worked at the Antarctic base, and he says what they're doing over there is they have a high-projection particle beam, like this neutrino particle beam that can literally fucking destroy anything, and they've been shooting down UFOs with it, and that's what he says. They've been shooting down UFOs. It feels like we don't want to make enemies with these people. The technology was given to us by E.T., apparently, according to him, and we've used it against them.
2: So I heard that there are different races. The ex-defense uh, minister mm. of Canada, old man, had none to lose. He was talking at a conference. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, of course we have aliens. He goes, we have different races. We talk with them. Our counterparts in the U.S., we have connections The Galactic with Federation. The Galactic
1: Is that real or is this guy making shit up? So you have him talking about the Galactic Federation. There's three points of contact here for the Galactic Federation, which I thought were interesting. Hearing one person say it, you're like, you're delusional. You're insane. Watch Star Wars. Exactly. Star Trek, Star Wars. Yeah. It's amazing. Number two is uh, Ayim Ashed. He is... I am a shed. Ayim, <laughs> Ayim Ashed? Ayim uh, Ashed. He is the former head of the Israeli space program. Okay. Uh, he put. Thir- he's responsible for putting 13 satellites up into space. Uh, he's gained the highest awards, civilian and military awards that you could possibly give to anyone. Um, and he wrote a book and came on the news, and he's like 80-some years old, nothing to lose, not demented and said, oh, yeah, uh, there's a Galactic Federation. We have a treaty with these countries. Uh, they're up there. I can tell you that th- he has um, awards for technological advancements in his field that are classified. So you know that he has the award. We're not allowed to be told what the award was for. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And so this guy goes on, and there's a massive transcript online somewhere that talks about all of this. That all, of- And it, it corroborates exactly what this other guy said. Now, Third point of contact, Gary McKinnon. We're talking about a guy who's a whistleblower. Not a whistleblower. A hacker. He hacked into... It was the biggest hack into the U.S. government in history. This happened in 2005. He hacked into the NASA database. He wanted to know if UFOs were real. Fucking legend. Uh, Right now, he's trying to be extradited. He's in hiding in like Sweden or some shit. He's like fucking... What did he find out? Snowden. We pulled this up in the last pod. He found out that... Um, he found an Excel. But sp- first of all, he found uh, a whole sector in NASA that is st- strictly used for scrubbing through images, so deleting the UFOs out of the satellite images and that type of thing. There's a whole section. So he I down- believe that he These downloaded Nazis- a picture from there because
2: you know NASA is a Nazi company. It's, it's a Nazi corporation. We, could, mean, we could admit it. Werner von Braun. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and thank thank goodness for Werner von Braun. We wouldn't have gone to the moon, you know, all this stuff, rockets. But how... we are gonna.
2: Before, uh, we have to pause because it must have been... I talked about this in another podcast. It must have been weird because it was right after the war and NASA had a lot of Jews working for them. Yeah. It must have been so weird when this guy walked in. He's like, I'm the boss now. And they're like, what the fuck? The public... There was a... Didn't we just beat you? There was public outcry.
1: Yes. Yeah, it must have been it. so crazy. There was a satires made about it and everything. It was a okay, whole Okay, thing. good.
2: As long as you were aware. Yeah,
1: of course. And um, and so Gary McKinnon then found an Excel spreadsheet that had non-terrestrial officers, officers. a list of non-terrestrial officers.
2: See, this motherfucker looks like an alien.
1: Um, he does look like an alien. If you go to uh, Gary McKinnon Excel spreadsheet. You might you might find it there.
2: So names of officers that are actually aliens?
1: Nope, non terrestrial. So they are working on.
2: Oh, they're off a base Earth. that isn't on Earth. Okay, that's less scary though, because I don't want to find out well, that I'm, well, I'm aliens are among me. in their, in their well, shape-ship. that's the
1: other thing. A lot of people say that we are working with them. If you look at the Canadian defense minister,
2: he says we're working with them, but he didn't say they they dress up as humans. No, that would scare the shit out of me.
1: Well, perhaps that some of them some of the species look exactly like us, but are missing collarbones. You know, we don't know.
2: Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. That's an excellent point, actually.
1: If you go to images, maybe, yeah, there, they're all blurred out. They are blurred out. Oh. Uh, so yeah, or the, look at the maybe there's another picture there. Is that blurred out too? Yeah, they're all names of officers.
2: Wait, is this guy? You tell me this guy's not an alien? How does he look like? That? Yeah, <laughs> he does look like an
1: alien. Yeah, he just wanted to find out if they were real. And there's maybe there the fourth one on the right. Yeah, that one. So no. It's just money. He had this uh, all these officers' names who weren't in the Air Force database, and they were officers, and they, you couldn't find them anywhere else. And it's a non-terrestrial uh, human. And
2: officers. I did hear about the the mix that they left some people here to work with, and we sent some to them. You heard that too, right? That
1: is, yep, that is from. If you, I mean, if you look at Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the movie, yeah, great summer. movie, great great film. Um, so what's interesting with that is that the consultant for this was uh Heineck, I believe his name was. Was it Heinick or was can you check out the uh, consultant? Himmler. Himmler. Uh Project Blue Book Consultant Close Encounters, maybe something like that. You find his name, I forget his so name.
2: So I don't know if we're derailing the, it's cool that we're we're making the podcast all about this, right? Yeah. You're not sure. mad at me? No no. Okay. So this guy, uh the guy who was
1: who ran Project Blue Book
2: Project Blue Book was the one where they were trying to fool people into thinking there's a fake alien invasion or was that Blue Beam?
1: No, no uh, that's Blue Beam. Okay. Blue Book is where they actually found the US trying to stage something like that. Oh, uh, even worse. Yeah, it was uh, they found crafts with like US Army on it and US Air Force. Um, but in Project Blue Book was it, this was our UAP task gathering or UAP gathering task force. Uh, so all the information about the crafts, this guy had to follow up. He had to go see these people and he had to basically tell them, no, what you saw was a weather balloon. Okay. Essentially, Men in Black. But this this project came out even after the Pentagon, the U.S. government, denied it for years. It came out afterwards. They made a TV show about it and everything. But this project did exist. The guy who was head of that was then hired by Spielberg to be a consultant in this movie. And so that whole meeting swap thing uh, that some people say actually happened, they said this is kind of... Uh,
2: I can't find his name specifically. Maybe I'll jump out at you. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't see it anywhere there. Redacted. Redacted. Uh, maybe go Captain Rupel. No, what's a cool uh, name, Rupel? Anyways, Who this probably? guy. If you look it up, if you guys look it up, there's a he's he's part of that. Another really interesting thing is that the hand scanner that Bob Lazar said to have used when he would go into S four, the one that we had recreated for the puzzle, um, appears in a frame in this movie. Uh, for like a split second, it appears in the frame for this movie. How would Steven Spielberg know that? Or maybe Bob Lazar just copied that and it's full of shit. So that's what a lot of people think, but no one had made that connection other than Bob. Do you know what I mean? No one had made that connection. And then they found, they went back and looked, and they did find that those uh, identimats were used at S2 and S4 and at Area 52. Oh, really? They were used there. Just they, a handprint. Uh, it, it's, it, there's a, a light, the way that they understood it shines really bright and it measures like the bones of the bone density and the length of your, like, it's not highly accurate apparently, but it's what they used as an extra measure. And then you'd get a security card out of that.
2: But hold on question. Uh, what's the difference between S4, S2 and area 51 and area 52 as well. There's, yeah. uh, there's all these, uh, these are all top
1: secret places in the desert uh, okay. near Groom Lake,
2: but they're not all connect. It's not one thing. Um,
1: they're all different, uh, sectors like of, s2 uh, is that area 51 uh no i believe i believe there's different sectors to area 51 okay and there's sector one sector two. Sector oh, oh s2 sector is four. sector two of yeah. area 51 okay yeah, sector section yeah
2: okay interesting
1: uh those are all just classified things that and 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 like i'm not i'm not want to say ah area 51 is ufos in it. I, I don't think area 51 is fucking anything in it right now i think it's probably just your standard you know research facility for uh airspace or, or, or uh Air Force or whatever. Uh, but Area 51 was, um, you know, they did develop the bomber uh, in Area 51. And so that, it's a legit place. The stealth bomber? Yep. It's a legit place used,
2: you know, for the advancement of... Stealth bombers. badass. It is badass. What about, uh, do you believe, since you were talking about NASA scrubbing stuff, the footage that we have of the moon landing, is that fake? Because I, I want to believe it's real, but I notice a lot of discrepancies that yeah. bug me. Uh, I, my personal feeling and
1: from what I've seen and the pictures and videos probably seen the similar ones is that I, 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 first of all, I do believe we went to the moon. Yeah. I believe we went, but I I believe the footage that we have is bullshit. I think so too. I think that that has also been
2: proven in a way. I think we have gotten to the bottom of that. The worst was the crosshairs one. That photo really pissed me off. There's,
1: there's a lot of really like things, even the the astronauts going back home and they're like filming them. Yeah. Like, well, who, all, who's there, who's there filming really... them? And, and and we're calling them on a phone? All of it is we're so calling insane. them on a phone from a landline plus like...
2: the other thing that bothered me is that they keep saying contradictory things. They go, We can't get past um the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah. And then they go, yeah, of course we do. And we could even make phone calls. And then and then uh, now, I, I look at footage now, and there's people that are like, we're in low Earth orbit because we still haven't discovered how to go into outer space. But I thought you said we went to the moon. And like, oh, we lost that technology. How did you lose that technology? This, this was in the 60s. Yeah. Like, it, all of it makes... It's very
1: weird. It is weird. Um, I do believe that we faked the moon landing to because, get an edge on the Russians to get an Russian and, and and you're looking at a time during you know pre-cold war here uh we were in a race to arms with the Russians this was um this was more than just a sense of national duty it was almost a matter of national security uh because once you instill within your uh your people and your constituents that hey we are the number one power in the world that that you know, it, it motivates invigorates them. It motivates them. And I think that's a really important part of psychological warfare. It scares the Russians. Exactly. And I think so that race to arms, I think, is a very important thing for us to win. And I think we just did that. And then coming from that, I think that we like we were already developing things. And I think it was just a matter of time before we get up there. But we just wanted to on paper beat the Russians.
2: So then here's the next question. I hate asking it. But if we did go, because that's why I believe forever that we went, but the footage was fake. Yeah. Why are they now saying we can't go and we lost the technology? It doesn't make I sense I don't know. I've never heard that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, ask now why we don't go. And they say we lost the technology. There's, I mean, the Chinese
1: are planning on doing it. I know India is planning on doing it. We Everyone's planning. Why haven't they done planning. it? I, it's a good question why we haven't been back. And there's speculation to say that the initial astronauts that went there encountered something. And they were told not to come back.
2: I heard that too. I don't know how true that is.
1: Um, who told him what in english don't come back none of it makes any heads. sense in your Psycho- head you be psychic, maybe yeah um so what's his face edgar mitchell who jeremy corbell interviewed for hours and jeremy told me this story related to billy mitchell
2: the game mm-hmm. guy? no
1: he's an astronaut
2: that'd like, be funny if they were related
1: 12th person on the moon or something like that right um he interviewed him and really interesting uh, he was old at this point you know uh and, by the way, Edgar Mitchell also a friend of Yuri Geller, so make, your, make your connection all you the there. Yuri Geller, full of shit, no? We'll get into that. I won't get into that right now.
2: Well, I'll say it here on record. He's full <laughs> of shit. I'm investigating. I had a call with him. Yeah, Yuri Geller. They liked him in Greece, too. He would go on these talk shows and do he's fake shit. He's a massive I was like, this superstar. is bullshit.
1: So, uh, Edgar Mitchell says, and this is, like, pretty much, like, he's at the end of his life. He's nothing to lose. And he tells him he's got this interview, and he— and. um and he goes, what was it like stepping foot on the moon? And he, he says, I can't remember. He's like, why can't you remember? And he, and, he, and he started getting mad. He started yelling at him, and he started changing the subject. And every time he tried to get him to tell him what it was like stepping on the moon, he would avoid the question. He would get mad, and he would say, I can't remember, for God's <laughs> sakes. I can't fucking remember. And... He went through a lot of therapy as well after coming from the moon. So you put those two together and you're like, A, ontological shock. Or bullshit. He's lying about going to the moon and he doesn't want to talk about it. Or bullshit. Or he saw something that he was told to shut the fuck up about. Right? So those are all options. But ontological shock could be one. Yeah. Even, even if you are stepping on the moon there's nothing there except for the moon. That's still scary. You still might be in ontological shock. That's enough to declare somebody, you know, to, to, to fucking traumatize the shit out of anyone. I'd be
2: scared being on the moon, looking up and seeing Earth. That would fuck yeah. my head.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's enough for you to forget what happened. Maybe, you know what I mean? That, uh, possible. But, you know, there's all sorts of reports. Just There's speculation. But, yeah, there's no there's no hard evidence. There's no proof uh, of, like, them seeing anything. But if we want to theorize, you know, we, we don't have 10 photos of the Earth from space. We don't. We have one or two. Uh, and they're made we up. We have them. the blue pearl and we
2: have like we don't But they also made, the, the thing uh, Yeah, they're that, all they're, they're all, all, all airbrushed and photoshopped. Mm-hmm. And that always messed with me. When I didn't know that was real. So it's like it's like it leads you to believe that's either like
1: all these flat earthers saying there's a firmament and, and all this. So there's there's that. Written, I don't know. It's which, the
2: earth from what I can tell is fucking not flat, man. Yeah. That's ridiculous.
1: But regardless of what they think, okay, maybe okay, maybe there is a firmament around the earth that we have to get through. I don't maybe.
2: know. I don't fucking know.
1: I'm not an astronaut, I'm not a scientist this, yeah. but Um, what if the reason we don't have photos from Earth, what if they're just riddled with UFOs? Well, there were those... um... What if it's just thousands of ufos hovering around earth and we can't take a clear picture well, of it. you you
2: see i don't know if you've seen the footage of uh when apparently they were trying to get to the moon Some fucking independence day shit did, did you hear that shit there's there's audio uh of when they were trying to get the moon with i think it was armstrong or whoever the fuck it was and they, they were like are you seeing this yep. uh houston are you seeing this and like yeah. we're seeing it just don't and, and it's just full of uh yeah. like tic tacs basically it, flying around
1: and then he's like uh they're already here they're watching us yeah was that real what I, you want to know it is real Go to the NASA website. Type in type in um, triangular UFO NASA website. See if anything comes up. Remember Arizona, the Phoenix lights. Yeah, yeah. Even the governor came came
2: out and apologized, apologized for, for the way he, he acted. That guy was a dick. He on interview, but apparently he was he was bullied by the federal government.
1: No, on interview he just said he wanted to make light of the situation.
2: Oh, really? I heard he said that the fellow government was like, "Yo, you gotta put an end to this shit," and he started ridiculing people.
1: No, he he was just doing it like as a fun thing, to like okay. to gain more attention. Oh, to shit. get more press on him and his uh, his guy, you know, governing. You know, it's good to get eyes on what you're doing.
2: Yeah, it just made thousands of people who saw stuff and documented feel like you're making fun of them.
1: Is, this Is that a doing? dreidel? No, 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 not this. Uh, yeah, so moon landing, uh, moon landing UFO Reddit. Try that. Moon landing. Moon landing UFO Reddit.
2: This is exciting.
1: Um, bu- 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 bu. All right, hold on, I'm gonna have to find it myself because
2: Buzz me. Aldrin also gets very upset, right? Or Armstrong? Which one is the one that gets Watch mad their
1: interview, like? dude. When they come back from the moon, that shit is sus. Oh, fuck. I saw.
2: Trust me, I saw that. They refuse to answer directly. They keep. They they, they look sad. They look upset, like they're forced to bullshit. Yeah,
1: yeah or they look like they're lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah.
2: look like super big liars. Yeah. So all that shit confuses me. But the thing is, there could be. Uh, answers like there could be the fact that look they didn't go to the moon they lied about it for the, the whole space race and they're very upset about having to lie that also makes sense it doesn't just have to be aliens that's right so here we go
1: can I send you this link Artie
2: uh,
1: how removed ooh that's sexy you gotta be Fucking kidding me! Oh,
2: no, they're onto you, dude. Well, they're onto whoever made that Reddit page. No fucking way. Well, that's no fucking good, way though. they scrub this. A, that's, a, that's a good. Yeah. That's actually good. You're onto
1: something. Tr three b. It's a tr three b. What we're calling the triangular UFO. Why is it three b? NASA photo. Tr
2: three b.
1: Yo, do they fucking scrub this from the internet, dude? Um, I shared this. Nelson shared it. You go straight to the NASA website. There is a photo of the moon landing. There's three green lights in faint. If you zoom in, it's a triangle of lights. It's not a lens flare. It is not a lens flare. It's fucking wild. And they left it up there and everyone's like, and it went around on Reddit. And then they took it down. That Reddit post is gone.
2: I'd be surprised if. Fucking Well, they they fuck around a lot, like I said, with the crosshairs. It was so obvious. I have it here, look. The guy putting the fake images.
1: UFO community on Reddit. NASA image of Apollo 17 landing. TR3B, okay. Apollo 17 landing images. Remember, this was on the fucking NASA website. Let me pull one up here.
2: They're just going to deny it.
1: It was on the NASA website.
2: They're gonna deny it. They're gonna be like, "No, it wasn't." Ramsey's making that up. Fucking wizard,
0: witch. I'm trying to find it too, but
2: Yo,
1: this is crazy, ah, dude.
0: You see what happens? Oh, okay, is it, I think this is what you're doing, or...
1: Here, you can see it here. Oh. Yeah. What is that? So go to the go to the next one on the right or down on the right there. Yeah. So.
2: Oh, so that's what it looks like from. Oh, this this is on.
1: This is on the NASA website, is what I'm saying. All right, and you zoom into that. Shit, that's not a lens flare.
2: Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, dude, TR3B. That's what was at Phoenix, but in red. Uh, And I've seen this in Montreal, by the way. There was one night years ago. I called my buddy Viren. We had. I guarantee you, if I go look at my um, my uh, Google Drive folder, because you know Google always kind of backs up your images from years ago. If I look back at my cell phone. When I first started using Google phones, I, I bet you I have the, this footage, um, I saw lights like that. It was two of them like this, right? And I was like, what the hell? It was at night. So I call my buddy, Viron, who lives a few blocks away, and I go, look, bro, it's just going to sound stupid. Can you go on your balcony? Just tell me if you see something, and I was telling him where to look. And then on the phone, I was like, what the fuck? And then he videotaped it, too, and we started sending it to each other, and they were just moving around, okay? They were just moving around, and it was lights like this. And then I think it was the same weekend. You got to give me that footage. I got to go look for it, Uh, but this was years ago, and then I think that was either the same weekend or the same night, where they started talking about Cavendish Mall, that they said there was a UFO that people saw over, so I was like, oh shit, so it wasn't just us, but everyone kept explaining it away, like, oh, you guys miss Saw, but we we, we don't live on the same street, we live
1: blocks apart. I saw one, Uh, I saw one here. You see? Yep, I was driving down, and I fucking see this light from afar, and I'm driving, I'm looking, I'm always looking for like the flash for like an airplane, it's just... And I see this thing and it's getting bright and bright, and all of a sudden, super close, and it like turns upwards. And now I'm seeing three triangular lights, and in the middle, a green emerald light. Fuck. I stop my car and get out. I'm driving a Tesla. I'm thinking, I wanna hear uh, I wanna hear no, it's right above me. I, It's right there. Nothing. Not a fucking sound. And that scared me. That was like, whoa, what a weird feeling. Like, what, is it was a kite. What is it? I thought it was a helicopter at first that was like turning up, like somehow, right? And then as soon as I got my phone out, and it sounds fucking dumb, two of the lights go off, and now there's only two lights, and it's just moving like this, and I caught that on film. Uh-huh. So I have that of these two lights. Tra- and there's no blinking on these two lights, which is already weird, but that shit was a triangle with a light in the middle. I fucking saw it. I know what I saw.
2: So what are we seeing? Is this military stuff they're not telling us about? That's what,
1: This one is speculated to be military according to internet conspiracy theorists. It's uh, T3B. There's a patent for it, apparently. Uh, and and this is like a military craft.
2: It might be a military craft, and they're up there just watching their backs. Could be,
1: or or reverse-engineered from capturing one.
2: Mm. What Bob Lazar was supposed to do. See, Bob Lazar, man, you think he's legit? Yeah, I believe him. Yeah?
1: Yeah. I mean, you look at now... All the things that are coming out about us reverse engineering this shit, he sending was it off to sending it off this. to Lockheed Martin, sending it off to Raytheon and E. G. and G. and all these fucking companies that own the proprietary UFO technology, like that are shaking their boots right now because the government's coming to crack down on them. I fucking think so. I fucking think so. I do one hundred percent think, and I do think that we're going to see this before the end of the year. We're going to see some type of. And it's going to be photos. something. It's not going to be actual. We're not going to see anything actual. But we will see companies coming out saying they were given material from the government to reverse engineer. I do think we're going to see that. I do think we're going to see a major company come out of the woodwork soon that's going to say, yeah, they gave us this. It's not our fault.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. You think that's how we got the internet?
1: Uh, I don't know about the internet, but uh, microprocessing. I mean, you look at after 1950 and Roswell crash, we had microprocessors, we had um, uh, fiber optics. Um, what else do we have? Microprocessing, fiber optics, memory metal came from that. We had.
2: I mean, completely digital transmissions,
1: no more analog. Yeah. Well as soon as uh, as soon as after the roswell the following 2 3 years we had an incredible technological boom
2: that's what i'm uh, that's what I'm saying look at really
1: thousands of years and like the best invention we had before that was fire like i mean come on
2: and then we just we went from horses yeah. to in less than 100 years we got tesla's running by themselves yeah. we got OnlyFans. like the quantum the, the, quantum
1: yeah. only
2: quantum computing you heard about this yeah i heard gold is a big conductor they need for these giant quantum computers i don't know like some of them are made of solid gold. Interesting. You see that shit. I know that
1: gold is like used uh, as because it's like the best conductor.
2: Yeah. Uh, but
1: one thing they have found this is one of the probably the greatest scientific discoveries scientific discoveries in the last fifty years. Um. So. They found. Uh, let me get this right. Uh, you know how you know how they make these. Uh, They, like, freeze these magnets or whatever and, like, can, like, put them stationary. No. Um, I don't know anything about your hippy-dippy magic stuff. It sounds like magic stuff. Superconductors. So, a superconductor... uh, We've created superconductors, um, but they need to be held at extreme cold. Okay. To work? Uh, To work. So they're not... We can't use them, right? But... Superconductors. What happens in the extreme cold that makes them work? Uh, so the uh, so the batteries don't heat up. Okay, right? Because any any transfer of energy, when you transfer energy, creates heat. uh, Let's say electricity, uh, you lose some of that energy, and it's transformed into heat. Right. So there's no one for one conductor. Well, a superconductor loses zero energy in the transfer. Okay, and we have superconductors. But they have to be so cold, they constantly have to be cooled. And so there's, you're not gaining any energy because we're spending time cooling these okay. things. Um, now, just last week, I think, we've invented a room temperature superconductor. What does this mean? This means trains that'll be able to travel thousands of miles an hour. This means battery life that lasts forever because there's no damage there's, there's no damage. This, we'll have Teslas that that never run out of battery. This is world-changing. This is this just happened? This just happened. How do I invest? Check it out. Superconductors. How do you invest in, in what? The the bullet that this guy is going to get into his head for inventing this shit? Yeah, uh, his <laughs> company. His goddamn company. I want to yeah. invest right now before it blows up. Yeah, before he blows up, dude. <laughs> this <laughs> you'll is lose, crazy. You'll lose all your money. Uh, yep. LK99 isn't room-temperature superconductor. Uh, we'll still learn something. Okay. A Korean research team has made international headlines by claiming... They have achieved world's first superconductivity at room temperature. What kind of career, pressure. north or south? South. Okay. The good, the good ones. Considered one of the holy grails of material science, room temperature superconductors could have a transformative impact impact by making power grids more efficient, helping develop renewable technologies, revolutionized electronics, providing a new platform for quantum computing, or even it engineering superfast transportations. Whoa. And so this is, yeah, the company, if you want to invest, what's the company again, IK99 or something? Uh, LK ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm
2: gonna, so, I'm gonna look that up. See yeah. if there's if they've got like stocks. I'm gonna buy some
1: room temperature superconductor. Is it possible? Hot or not? The research may be valuable. Yeah. So they they claim to have invented this, and if and if it's true, it's the greatest technological discovery in the last fifty years. It'll change the fucking game. Right now, we're mining all this cobalt and and lithium. Like this would save the planet. Well, we're gonna
2: have to mine these Koreans though. <laughs> we'll have to clone them They're good yeah. They can
1: clone themselves They're like king of clones over there They still do the cloning, huh? They still do the cloning There's a whole documentary on it I Do saw you
2: need to clone, though?
1: I saw a clone Shut the fuck up Yeah, a dog
2: How do you know it was a clone?
1: He told The guy who paid for it told me Oh, it was his legit dog? Yeah How, it, how much that cost? 100000 It was cloned from uh, Miracle Millie The teacup Chihuahua Okay World's smallest Chihuahua Nine centimeters tall they cloned 30 of them. He
2: bought one. So clone like it's just genetically the same, kind of like a kid. It is identical, identical DNA. Like, let, let's say if like I clone my dog, yeah, right now, same w- dog. Will it be the same? Will it have the same memories as my dog? No. No, absolutely not. It'll be genetically the same. Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah, um, I love my dog. You see, the, so the guy, this richie, I think it's like 30 grand now to clone a dog. Thirty grand to clone a dog. Yeah, it's not bad. It's getting affordable. It's getting affordable. Uh, but you can you can go ahead and do that. You can uh, you can submit and like they're doing it in. Um, do I have to go to Korea? No, it's actually I think the research lab is in uh, in Abu Dhabi. I think. All right, or, halfway there. Yeah, or in Saudi.
2: And oh, I'm not. I, I'm not welcome in Saudi. I'm not welcome in Saudi. I talk too much shit. But
1: that's <laughs> um, you know, rich people are cloning their dogs, and it's the same dog. But the problem is, is that. It's a really hard process to do, and uh, you, it's really technical. And so they've got to clone, like, ten because only maybe one will make it. Oh, that's sad. So they're, But sometimes two or three will make it. So then they got <laughs> two or three of the guy's dog, and the guy only wants one, so they got to get rid of the other two. They got to kill the other two? I don't know what they do with them. There's a documentary on Netflix about it.
2: Well, that's terrible. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. That's sad, bro. I don't want to yeah. kill these dogs.
1: It's a good documentary. So the guy who came up, he was a Korean— uh, who came up? Because I think one of the first things they wanted to do is they had these really expensive camels that they're racing, right, in Saudi. These billionaires—they're offered just... twenty million dollars for a camel. And so once this camel died, they cut the nuts off, put it in fucking ice, and then and then started cloning this fucking world champion camel.
2: Who's nuts first? Is <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Why not clone humans though? Make our best humans ethically. Ethically, what do you mean? We're doing it to animals.
1: Yeah, I think that's the line.
2: I don't think that's. I think that's bullshit. I think they're cloning humans.
1: I th- I would think if the technology exists, the fact that we haven't done it would surprise the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah they're like, cloning because humans because we have uh, cloned tigers, sheep, pigs, snakes. We've cloned all these things. We're cloning humans um, for sure. Somewhere, well, is cloning humans guaranteed. Uh, sure. I I can't be like. You know, the government cares so much about ethics, and they're like, that's where we draw the line. They like, don't have any no, care dude. for ethics. And
2: not only cloning, hybridization. What does that mean? Like m- mixing DNA. Oh, hybrid. Oh, yeah, for sure they do that. I know they do that. Yeah. They made spider monkeys. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That was the government. <laughs> uh, you know, I know they do that. They do that. They. But you know what's crazy? That's what they say the ancient alien theories. That's what they say the aliens did to us. Yeah. And now we're able to do it. Yeah. so they go Ooh, oh it's impossible what do you mean we're doing it and mm-hmm. we don't have that much technology and we're doing it to animals people could do it to us we might be a mix of the aliens and the uh, apes that were here yeah that's us but what if we're a mix of what if those aliens
1: that invented us are just a mix of other aliens mixed with other apes it's definitely oh possible right it's definitely <laughs> I just possible just blew fucking Artie's mind. yeah they're it's, just a mix of like some plant mixed with alien, and they became like this plant, this alien plant. And they're like, well, we'll take ours and we'll put it into a monkey. And now we're just. It's possible. Who knows? People are just fucking around. Given, like, you yeah. know how we're obsessed? Maybe they're giving us monkeypox.
2: You, you know how people are obsessed with like what you said before? We got to keep this fire burning. We want to spread out to other planets. Yeah. We might just be a continuation. Of course. That's what we have, that urge. Like I said, there might be 100,000
1: other plants exactly like us, and they're just dropping little seeds on them too. Imagine they look like us. Yeah. Oh, and they probably have the same language, I would guess. Not language, no. Where do you think it comes from? You think language is in your DNA? I don't think it's in DNA. I think it was taught to us. I think everything we have was given to us. Dude, we didn't just start making fucking things out of nowhere. There's no way. The, the fact that we came up with metallurgy and and uh, and and, and uh, melting metal uh, to combine like uh, iron at the same fucking time on different places on the planet was it at the same time? Yes, it was. It was. We went from the Bronze Age to the fucking. We had no communication between the world, but we're finding that oh, they also had swords. But weren't
2: the Aztecs out their ass out with skirts while we were like yeah? The but they were still writing philosophies. But metal popped up all over the world. And we're like, how? How is that
1: possible? How is it possible? And then you look at the structures. The structures are incredibly similar. A lot of pyramids. A lot of pyramids placed on ley lines, uh, built similarly with the blocks that are hard to replicate even by today's standards, but not impossible. And and they, well, not
2: with the machinery we have. And so we can't do it right now. We can't recreate the pyramids. I,
1: I don't think that's. I don't think that's completely true. I think we would have an incredible challenge ahead of us. Because some of these pyramid blocks, like especially in like the tombs and stuff, weigh like what, like fucking nine tons.
2: Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Uh, Wait, do we have
2: anything now that can lift that? We can figure it out. I'm no, no, sure. we can figure it out. But it, like nothing. Comes I firmly to mind.
1: believe we could rebuild the pyramids, but it would take our brightest engineers. That's what I mean. Yeah. And our most advanced technology. That's crazy. And so, just even that, you know, I'm not saying it was impossible for them to make the. Pyramids with what they had, but Jesus Christ, that's impressive. You think it was aliens? I don't know. There's speculation, that, or because you know, it's older
2: know. than what we think. Uh, mainstream um, archaeology has this problem with admitting when they're wrong, and they don't want to admit that it's older than what they were telling us initially. That's true. So it
1: could Graham Hancock talks a
2: lot about it. Gra- he does the 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 big H cock as I call him. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> G H cock. That's what I call him. <laughs> so G H was talking about that. Uh, and I do think that we might be older than we think, and we may have lost old technology. Like we may have yeah. f- um, what we're doing now, like blown ourselves up. Well, there's the Great
1: Reset that That's what he talks about. The Great Reset that happened twenty some thousand years ago. Isn't
2: that or, what the uh, Carl Schwab is working on right now? Yeah, this Great Flood. Schwab
1: or uh, maybe a meteor, maybe a flood, maybe something. But there was something here before. If you look at like, and there is sort of proof to this. If you look like. So, you look at under the oceans and a lot of these places, there's these sunken temples and stuff like that, right? And there's clearly they're like straight and they're like 90 degree angled steps and things like that. But today's historians would deny it. And they said, no, it's a natural occurrence. Because for them to say that this is man made would send us back another 20,000 years. Does it send us back? I feel like it pushed us forward. No, it would send us back in time. Like we were yeah, developing this shit 20,000 years ago instead of 10,000 years ago. And then we had Göbekli Tepe come out and there's like, oh, fuck, we go back 12,000 years, 15,000 years now. Like we're well, finding Göbekli- more
2: and more evidence that we're going back further and further. So Göbekli Tepe, modern day Turkey, I believe, uh, old, old school day Greece. Um, that's another thing that makes me think, I don't know why they keep lying about the timeline because when I was growing up, I remember they were saying, uh earth you know humans we've been around for a couple thousand years like two or like they're going by the bible two or 3000 years you know. but just greek history goes back 5000 well uh they said the egyptians were like what 10 to 12 that's what i'm saying yeah. um but so there's so
1: much out there but then you look at the erosion on the sphinx it's you, even older the sphinx has water clear water erosion if you, any any geologist that's been there to study the sphinx can be a skeptic. And if you look at the erosion, they will say, that is clearly water erosion. And if you look at um, back then when we said they were built, there was no such water there. Could it be rain? No, it would have to be torrential, like constant. Yeah. And so that actually, if you look, because we can look at weather, we can rewind weather and be very accurate about it, right? So if you go back 25,000 years, now we're saying this was a time where there was lush greenery and there would have been a lot of water and that would have been made more sense for the pyramids to been so it was a, built sphinx, at least. a
2: bit before that and then it became lush it stayed water erosion it stayed it became a desert it stayed Great
1: reset yeah
2: fucking crazy dude
1: apparently i i like to believe that shit i mean here's the thing whether i believe in all of this shit or not doesn't change anyone doesn't change anything doesn't change history doesn't change the way it's anyone. yeah that's the whole fucking point for me it's like this is a good story man Let's look into it more. And for anyone to say, could, could you imagine being like, no, it's all true. Nothing happens when you die. There are no aliens. It's like, okay, well, have know? a good life. Like,
2: that sounds fun. Yeah, I don't know. The most important thing I ever learned was that I don't know anything. Yeah. And I want to know things. Oh, I, I'm so, I'm a very, you know me, I'm a very curious party, yeah. especially with this kind of stuff. It's you just do. I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. When I was young, it you used to get me in trouble. Uh, schools don't like that it, uh, Churches hate that shit mm. I used to get in religious arguments with people What's, like what's
1: one religious argument you got into? I used
2: people? to get in religious arguments uh, Based on um, uh, Like the Bible Because uh, Like they would tell me stuff about like sex Yeah So like angels are Asexual Yeah They don't have any organs But in the Bible There's a point where it writes that The angels saw the daughters of man And they thought they were hot So mm. they took them as wives And they banged them And they had kids mm. So then And then those kids became the Nephilim and then they had to kill them because they were too powerful so i was like well if they have no organs why are they banging broads yeah. and then it's like oh well i go it doesn't seem like it's talking about a, 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 like aliens more than angels yeah. like it feels like people are mixing accounts they heard and they put it in there like you don't find that weird and then they would get mad at me for bringing that up but, but i'm not making it up it's written you yeah. like it says they're banging chicks yeah to say
1: to historians that they are misinterpreting something Is a hard pill for people to swallow. Yeah, because
2: they've devoted their whole life to it, like, you know, 50 years. Exactly. And they're just like, oh my God, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're like, dude, you read this wrong. (laughs) Like, that's hard for anyone to take. But literally, in all the occult books, all the religious texts, if you just replace angels or demons or dragons or whatever with alien or UFO, it still makes sense. You know what I mean, and and for 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 everyone to ignore that is also, kind of wild, especially with now
2: what we're seeing. Things change. Like I remember a few months ago, in the media, everyone was protecting Lizzo. You remember this? <laughs> Lizzo's the best. Lizzo's the best. Lizzo turns out is a horrible boss. Yeah. She was forcing her dancers to eat bananas out of hookers' vaginas and absinthe. <laughs> yeah, where, where do I right. apply? That, I'm just gonna say something. <laughs> Worse than anything Trump did as president. Worse yeah. than anything Trump did as
1: I president. I mean, arguably, it depends if you're into that or not. But it's just insane. Yeah, but you're in people, Amsterdam,
2: but she forced. If you're if, in Amsterdam. If it was a choice, it's different. But she's have like have you, you been to a sex show
1: in Amsterdam? They'll force you to fucking get on stage and. But not your boss. And she'll she'll draw on your chest while the sharpie's in her puss. Oh, yeah. Wes had it done to him. I like how talented these women are. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
2: You're in Amsterdam. I'm saying we things change. You got to be willing to accept. I'm that, with Lizzo. That Lizzo, is a I'm, horrible boss. I'm Team Lizzo now. Yeah? I, yeah I didn't like her before she, i'm team i'm team amsterdam she was Not too woke lizzo.
1: she was too woke for me before and it was all this like bullshit now that i hear that she's like fucking you know, terrible terrible shit i'm like you know what i fuck with lizzo now <laughs> i had, i think lizzo. i tweeted something like that too like i hated lizzo up until i heard about yeah, this exactly. <laughs> i think it's just so funny because like you know if you look at the it's just so funny that she's fat shaming people well, oh, yeah, she was fat yeah. shaming <laughs> Fat shaming her dancers I'm like, that's, that's comedy amazing. That's hilarious huh? <laughs> That's comedy You're the number one representative of like Don't fat shame That was your whole thing That's her whole brand Is like, yeah. don't fat shame me I'm beautiful And for her to sh- fat shame other people is so funny
2: Yeah, you figured out she's actually Jabba the Hutt
1: <laughs> yeah. She's just out there being a dick to people <laughs> I think it's funny Obviously it's terrible for anyone going through with it But uh, if they want to fucking tell me it's not funny They can come on the podcast
2: Yeah, uh, but they're not going to be fun these aren't fun people. They refuse a banana. Yeah, dude. With vagina juice on. Yeah, that's not like people I want to hang out with. Vag. vag I want to go to Amsterdam
1: with Lizzo. I don't know what the fuck I missed, but that sounds like a good time. <laughs>
2: but it is funny. Like she's a sweetheart. She's so nice. Stop making fun of her. And then like, yo, she's out there. She's like, eat that fucking banana. Eat that fuck. That's crazy. She just misunderstood because her doctor was like, yo, you gotta eat some more fruits and veggies. Like this is crazy. And she's like, I hear you, fam. She's like, are you saying? Say less. Are you saying I have to eat it out of a pussy? She's like, no, that's not what I said. That's what I heard, but you're not saying you're not saying I shouldn't.
1: <laughs> did they have peels on them still? Because if not, that's not humane. Yeah, if they did yeah. have peels, that's not humane.
2: Yeah, hey, just peel it. And yeah, it.
1: they should definitely be peeled first. I agree with everyone. You know, suing her now,
2: but but I agree. Gh Cock talks about this a lot about the uh, historians. <laughs> Banana that, vaginas. No, no, historians Bana- don't vagina want to. Admit, oh shit, maybe I was wrong. But yeah. that's what history is supposed to be about. Like you learn new stuff. Yeah. Same thing with science; you learn new stuff. I hate this refusal to admit when I was wrong, yeah. especially with science or history. But that's the whole point. Hundred percent. You're gonna be wrong. Yeah. The beauty of it is you're supposed to keep working to keep discovering the truth. Yeah. That's why people trust you. I don't like this shit.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree that like, and any any sane person who's smart enough to understand how smart they are will agree that everything will eventually be disproven.
2: I'm a dummy, and every day I discover new shit. Yeah. Nothing that we've
1: discovered, like, in terms of science and math, we keep proving ourselves wrong. Yeah. That's the whole point of the pursuit of it. Like, to have a, a Nobel Prize winner uh, disprove his own theory. That's crazy. And then win another Nobel Prize for disproving it. That right there, that's uh, Stephen Hawking, that should tell you exactly what science is. We give him a prize for inventing bullshit and then give him another prize for saying it was bullshit.
2: That's amazing. Stephen Hawking, did you know apparently he like had a lot of side chicks? Oh yeah. Yeah, apparently he was pimping. But does not make any sense? He's the man's a vegetable. Like how is this possible? Hmm. Do you think it's lies? I don't You know what I'm talking about? How who's he banging? He can't move. I've heard of, I've seen something on mm. that. Yeah, it's just stuff. it's so crazy. Who are these chicks that are easily seduced by a robot? <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Just uh, maybe he's an Amsterdam just
1: eating bananas. Who knows? Dude. But
2: he's just like this, and he's like, yeah, he had tons of side chicks. He can't. Does his dick even work? I don't know what's going on with him.
0: I think they
1: probably he's put a catheter him. in it.
2: I it's- think that's because
1: I knew a guy who was uh, uh, quadriplegic. Yeah, and he would have to. They would have to put a catheter in his dick for him to piss. But it's also a way for him to get erect, even though he couldn't feel it. But
2: yeah, that's the thing. If you, do you want to be erect if you're not feeling it? Yeah, but you know what? I think eventually.
1: I think if you're in that state, you would probably get comfortable with the idea of something else turning you on. Like, is there are people out there who just like look at feet and are like, "Fuck!" Like, you don't even have to touch Tarantino. Them. Yeah, so, loves feet. Tarantino, uh, obviously, big foot guy. Uh, Salma Hayek, yeah, it shoved your whole foot in his mouth.
2: Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't do anything. I'm not doesn't disgusted for me by either. feet. Clean feet. I like they're fine. But I, I just Janice, never... if you're watching,
1: we Ooh. got somebody on the Patreon. Janice, she always asks us to like if you could wiggle your feet, but don't call attention to it. All right, there so, you go. Too bad, Janice. Here there you go. go. I'm
2: wiggling my feet. But uh, I've never been a, a foot... Pro- like, I won't chase that.
1: Yeah, I me mean, neither.
2: I never understood that. Why the foot? <clears throat> I have a there friend... There are weirder things, though. Yeah, I have a friend who came to my podcast, comedian Wasim El-Munzer. He's a big foot guy.
1: Mm. Yeah. They like the smell, too, a lot of those guys. Like when they smell bad. That's interesting. Yeah. Like after hard day's work. I like good take smells. Take your boots off. I don't, off, like, and I don't like, like bad mm. smells. Yeah, me neither. It has something to do with trauma.
2: Yeah, there was a comedian uh, in Canada, Canadian comedian. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because uh, some of our mutual friends are friends with him and I don't want to make fun of him. He went through it. He was asking people to send him feet pics and a lot of other comics. And basically the way he said it is like, yeah, send uh, pictures of your feet. This was before people s- knew that feet pics were a thing. Uh, men or women, he didn't mind. Well, he got in on the ground floor. Yeah, and he was saying <laughs> oh, how man, that's so cool. you entered for a chance to win an Xbox. That's what he said? Yeah. So people were just like, oh, what a dumb contest. All right. So they were sending pictures of his feet. And then they found out that there was no Xbox. He was just jerking off people's feet. Oh, uh, he should have given an Xbox. And then anyways. he got shamed. <laughs> That's what I said. Just give an Xbox and be like, I wasn't jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, but he was just jacking it to people's feet. He doesn't uh. care male or female. He just likes feet.
1: Yeah, so if any of you guys are getting uh, DMs about people asking, you know, hey, giveaway prize Xbox, and you just got to send a picture of your feet, know that you're not going to get an Xbox. Don't be a pervert. Send a picture of your, dick. but know that some <laughs> you're going to make someone very happy.
2: I, I, I kind of don't mind that also, though. I don't give a fuck.
1: Take a picture of my feet. I don't Take care. A picture of your feet and send it right to you. I don't give a shit. Yeah, dude, that that is not. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's not sexual to me. I'll send you a picture of my feet all day. Exactly. And you want to rub one off to, to my feet?
2: Good. Fine. Don't care at all. You ever wonder if people jerk off to you? I know they probably have. There's millions of people out there. Someone's jerked off to you. Yeah. But do you think that this is my question? Since we do podcasts, we do stand-up magic, all that. Do you think people jerk off to podcasts? Like, oh, I like hearing his voice. Ooh. Or do they jerk off to pictures of us? Or do they jerk off of, of, of stills that they choose? Like, well, I like him in What if they're coming his, right now while we're what talking if they're about coming it? while we're saying this? <laughs> keep wait, like, keep going. You got it. You're Just almost come. there. Just you're almost there.
1: So close. Come for me. You're, you're so close. Let's go. Oh, that's hey, what I'm talking about. There you go. boy. I wonder what, in <laughs> our context. What an amazing if, segment.
2: If you're an OnlyFans girl, or if, you, if you're doing that, you know people are coming to you, guaranteed. That's the yeah. whole point. But we don't think about it because our whole goal is not to make people come, but people are coming. Dude, I used to fucking knock people come all to the time. Sears catalog when I was that's a That's what kid. I'm saying. Someone's coming to us. Of course. Crazy, They're, right? Everyone's coming, though.
1: That's the other thing nobody talks about. Oh, everyone's coming. Of course Everyone's, everyone's coming. coming. That's why there's 2 billion people just in China and India alone. Yeah. People like to come. People love coming. Yeah. And and everyone comes. Everyone comes. That's the other thing. It's like even Stephen Hawking probably. So like, you know, fucking. He's dead. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah, but he Extreme came. Extreme ejaculate consumption. He came and he went. <laughs>
2: yeah. He uh, came and he went.
1: There's there's uh, a, that's, that's the one thing is like we don't talk about that. That's the other touchy subject is like, because like. No one teaches you how to jerk off, right? Growing up, we got to learn our own. Because
2: yeah, if they do, that would be weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's
1: Frowned upon. This is what I'm saying. Is like, so it's weird. The whole concept of masturbating is very strange to me because you have to teach yourself, and so everyone has their own weird habits of when they knock one off. And I, me and Wes, go around and we ask people. Like, where do you come? And there's stuff that you never heard of. Oh, dude.
2: I know Poseidon mentioned one. In the one. sink,
1: on myself, in a sock, on a t-shirt, on the bed, in a Kleenex, uh, in
2: Poseidon my hands. Poseidon was mentioning he takes all a shit and does it in the toilet bowl. He just points down. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so incredible. there's all sorts That's of- That's incredible. You see? Yeah. You would never think about that. Yeah, but no one teaches you,
1: right? So it's obvious that you're going to learn by yourself. Well, you but always the- have
2: in high school that one friend that started jerking up for everyone who's like, yo, did you ever try this? You got to <laughs> watch porn and do this. And You always have that one kid who- was playing with his body before everyone no, else. The horniest one. Yeah, and you got that kid that got molested too, and it's just weird. Yeah, he knows how to jerk other people off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'll help you. But, it's but yeah, the, but
1: that's that's the funny thing is that no one teaches how to jerk off. But then the other side of that is, we can't, <laughs> we can't teach the kids how to jerk off. No, that'd be inappropriate. Unless we get kids to do it, which is still weird. <laughs> you know? That's even weirder. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. That's a one. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no, <laughs> no instructional video out there of some dude being like, "All right, kids, <laughs> whip your d- yeah, you can't,
2: you, know? you can't say it to kids, and you can't have you videos can, of kids jerking so, off. Yeah, here. <laughs> and you don't want to have that talk.
1: You don't be like, "All right, so you're gonna feel all you gotta do is just like stroke your cock." <laughs>
2: like the second you say that, no way, the FBI is
1: pulling. It's up. gone. Yeah. yeah, don't mention it, please. But also, you'll figure it
2: out, and whatever you figure out, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. We give a lot away with our DNA. Isn't it funny that that's one of the main things that everyone just knows? It
1: knows, but they're not taught it. And it's that's why it's, you see all these weird variations of how people do it. I think it's fascinating, so, endlessly fascinating. So the two
2: constants in our humanity since we've been alive yeah. that people just inherently know was how to jerk off and how to blow into Nintendo cartridges <laughs> yeah. to make the game work. Yeah. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, dude. Every, just instinctually blow in the cartridge and jerk off that people yeah, just dude. knew it without talking about it everyone was just doing it that's
1: dude true. when my iPhone doesn't work dude I'm fucking blowing it still and it's just, just to see
2: to, yeah how's your iPhone treating you it's fine yeah interesting
1: that's the Chinese I don't
2: know interesting you like iPhone
1: yeah soul dude you got the fucking weirdest Android I try sending you uh videos of what I'm making yeah and they don't go through
2: i I notice because I've never received one
1: well because you can't why it does not not cross-platform like that. It's a video. Send you right now. You want to see what it'll send you? Yeah.
2: I hope it's just the N-word.
1: Because <laughs> uh, I
2: have what is supposed to be the latest and greatest Pixel phone. Made from the bosom. Oh wait, that one works. That's made correct. from the bosoms of Google herself.
1: That one works. That one worked, right?
2: Uh, text, you sent it? Yeah, Let me go to my text massages All the way down
1: Oh, this one Video is too long oh,
2: oh, It's, it's got to pic- be under a minute Is it a picture of my
1: dick? No, it's uh, yeah. Oh, I got the first one <laughs> Yeah, first one's fine um, It's just you running Yeah, but this one is a uh, is
2: trailer to episode two Okay, too yeah. long A minute 30 Well, is that the video? Like Maybe it's like the carriers are like, yo, that's No, but the quality shit when you send it Ah, yeah,
1: see? It. iPhone, you don't lose any quality Really? Full quality. Video's too long. Would you like to clip? See?
2: No, no, Michael. The quality here, like what you sent me, it looks like l- you filmed this in 1942, bro. Y- exactly. It's horrible. Yeah.
1: And I send that to anybody with an iPhone, they get full HD
2: quality. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. You're making me want to switch, but at the same time, I'm in the Google um, like ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's connected, and I don't want to lose that. You feel me, dog? I do feel you. Plus, I don't have a, a MacBook. You have a MacBook? Yeah, I see yeah, Airdrop Air, You know what I have and I really love? I got myself one of these LG laptops. It's an LG Gram. Dude, it's 17 inches or 15 point something, whatever. Super light, bro, lighter than the, the MacBook Air. And it's 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 uh it has good specs on it, but it's super light. Weird. Yeah, it's very, very light. So I got that. I spent like two G's on that shit. Yeah. So I don't want to switch to a MacBook. Um I don't know. Unless I could survive with an iPhone mm. without switching everything else. I think once you switch to iPhone, you'll start switching everything else.
1: You'll love it so much. What are we at, already?
2: Well over an hour. An hour 20.
1: All right. Hey, guys. Uh, we'll be at the Patreon. If you want to see some more, definitely follow Pantelis. We'll leave his link below. Yes. Uh, he's got all this shit going on. He's fucking hilarious human. And- feet picks my way, baby. Yeah, send him. He'll send no, you one No, no, one I'll back. send you mine. He'll yeah. send me feet pics. <laughs> you can trade feet pics. Yeah. Like Pokemon. Hey, tell us, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to tell three friends. We'll see you on the next one. Bottom of the
0: barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Where we always nice. feel so tall. Bottom of the barrel.